Welcome to C-Suite Radio. What's up, everybody? It's Brett Allen from the Open Mic Podcast, and I want to say thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Today, the Open Mic Podcast, we just turned barely one year old a few months ago, but today we hit 25,000 downloads. 25,000 downloads. How amazing is that? What a fantastic milestone. And I want to say thank you to everybody who listens in and joins in and is a small part of the podcast. It all counts, really. And the fact that anybody wants to listen is still mind-blowing to me to this day. It's crazy. From the United States all the way to Kazakhstan. I have no idea who any of these people are, but I personally want to say thank you for listening in. And I hope you enjoy today's episode. It's time for the Open Mic Podcast with your host, Brett Allen. Broadcasting live from the Bay Area studios, here at the Open Mic, no topic is off limits. And of course, you never know who may stop by. So sit back, relax, and enjoy today's show. What's up, everybody? Happy Tuesday to you. It's Brett Allen. Good to be here with you. It was a beautiful day in the Bay Area. We have a special guest today, Super Joe Pardo. He is a winner of the 2017 Podcast Awards. He has a podcast business with Super Joe Pardo. He has written four books, Sales Won't Save Your Business, Joe Pardo's 31 Life-Changing Concepts, Dream Big and Win, and I Self-Empower. And if that wasn't enough, he has a brand new television show that's going to be launching very soon called The Top with Super Joe Pardo. Uh, it's crazy. I I mean, this guy does so much, and he took the time out of his very busy schedule to be with me. He's been featured on Entrepreneur, The Huffington Post, Fox News, Rutgers, Princeton TV, eBay, Rowan Radio. I mean, just all kinds of things. And we just had a fantastic conversation. It was funny. We taped this episode a couple weeks ago, and when we were done with the podcast, we still talked for probably another two hours after that. But uh, he is just a sensei of making people feel good, bringing the best out of them, challenging them. And I think that with today's conversation, you're going to benefit a lot from it. Super Joe Pardo, welcome into the Open Mic Podcast. It's good to have you here today. What's up, Super Brett? How are we doing today? I am good. I am good. It's great to have you. And we were just talking before we started rolling the tape that I feel like I've known you for a long time. <laughs> But haven't had you on my show, and, and I've heard you on several other people's shows. We have mutual friends, Eric Hunley and Dave Jackson, all of those guys from tip to tail have all Love had you. Yeah, they're the best. I had Dave on a while ago, and then, of course, Eric and I do a side show, a little thing called Behind the Scenes. I don't know if he told you about that. Mm -hmm. So we kind of talk about podcasting and, and guests that we've had and just sort of lessons learned but you have been on i was counting I, I can't even count how many shows you've been on at least 100 it looks like uh, over yeah over a over 100 well i want to talk about a lot but just to kind of sneak back a little bit you've been podcasting for how long since before well, podcasting was cool i think five years well it was pretty it was getting pretty cool when i started <laughs> um you know 2014 so it'll be five years uh may 20th yeah it's it's been a journey i would say so and you have this show that you do super joe pardo it's a business podcast and you help 
business owners with their businesses and, and other things, correct? I've listened to yeah. a couple episodes. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I, I you know, I, I started out as the Dreamers podcast uh five years ago out of the gate. And uh, you know, I, I took that as long as I could for myself to figure out what it is that I really wanted to do, what I really wanted to you know, make my mark in. And I kept coming back, even though I love self-development, I love bringing the super out of people. And that's part of the whole like super, uh, moniker. Um, it it really, for me, it kept coming back to, I love business. I love Mm -hmm. helping people with their business. And I love the, um, ripple effect that I can have by helping people with their business, like from the customer aspect to the team members, you know, employees aspect, and the fam- you know, their families and how many people can be affected by having by doing business well. Now you have a new show that you're casting for called The Top. Let's talk about that because I'm sure you talk about podcasting a lot. Which I do have a couple of questions that I want to ask you, yeah, about that. But I want to talk about your show, The Top, with Super Joe Pardo. I saw the promotional trailer that you released. What is this show about, and what can people expect from it when it when it finally releases yeah so i uh I, I this show is is my opportunity to take uh the coaching and consulting that i've been doing for businesses i mean i've been helping businesses going back to like even being like a, a teenager because mm-hmm. i had the tech background right so you're going into like the mid you know mostly late 90s into the 2000s and uh helping businesses with their with their getting their technology right so you know i have this this boatload of experience growing up in a family business and and taking um the step to leave my family business and enabling myself to help businesses uh you know pretty much all the time uh and expanding my reach that with the podcast and everything um from blog posts and video and all that uh you know i i really wanted to have my own I don't want to call it a reality show because I the the plan is to be more reality than reality television, sure. if you will. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, I really want to go and and help business owners, um, and their teams, you know, focus on the top. That stands for team, offer, and process for the uninitiated. And so I was like, okay, so if I create the show, you know, if you've watched, um like bar profit. rescue or the profit you know it it's in it's in a similar vein but i think what what brings a different aspect uh to the to the genre is that um i you know about a year and a half ago i did a hundred vlog videos in a row for a hundred days uh and each day was a new business lesson like every single day after day after day after day i was coming up with a new business lesson with a new video and it was um, it was a learning process for me because like I got to learn how to edit video faster. I got to learn how to produce more interesting content, get better camera angles and just, you know, really embrace this, uh, this, you know, YouTuber type of genre of, uh, of like doing video. And so for me, like, I'm like, okay, I want to do a show that takes some of that vlog aspect, takes some of the big media, like, you know, go like, like the profit or, or, or bar rescue and kind of blend it together. Um, and, and let my character show, uh, you know, like my character traits show in a way that, um, 
you know, I do like to do a lot of creative projects. You know, if you if you mm-hmm. looked at my other books, my first, you know, my first three books, they're very creative. You, you know, I have my own DJ album that came out in 2014 that like kickstarted this whole journey. Uh, I love getting creative and doing creative things. So for me, it's 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 fun that I'm going to get to inject that creativity into a TV show and not just be, you know, a character of my a character of myself playing on a TV show that has like a producer telling me what to do and a director directing me what to do and you know that kind of stuff. So getting to to do the fit to finish like be involved with every step of the process for me is just uh it, it's absolutely what I would what I want to do. Um you know help small businesses uh make an impact in in our country in America and hopefully maybe at some point the world that would be incredible too. Uh, but just to get the, you know, help touch as many lives as I can with, with the projects that I have, um, of, you know, laid out here. Now this will be exclusively for YouTube or is your idea to, I think that's kind of what people are doing now. They're just basically creating their own stuff and then maybe it gets picked up by television. Is that what you're hoping to happen or are you just focusing on the micro content right now and just launching it on your socials and YouTube and sort of packaging it all in with the podcast. You know, it, it that's like a plan D or E honestly. <laughs> sure. Um no, actually we're going to be on Biz TV. Uh Oh wow, okay. In 40 markets. Uh 44 million households it reaches wow. and um we're still trying to hash out the both the contract and what I can afford cuz I have to come up with some of the funding for this. So sure. it's such an independent project. Um, but I, you know, so um, there's a couple things that are still in the works, uh, trying to figure out, like, we're still trying to, I'm still going back and forth. I, I got a co-director and he, he's a writer and a, you know, he's the camera guy and all that. And he hel- helps make some of the creative decisions. And he, uh, you know, him and I have gone back and forth about like, whether it should be like a 60 minute show versus a 30 minute show. Um, funding kind of plays a big part of that because that if the 60 minute show costs more to air, it costs more to produce. It it takes more time. When we go to these businesses, we're going to have one day. So Mm -hmm. like, um, we'll be filming our first episode in, uh, where are we at? Like an 11, 11 days from now. (laughs) If you Uh, can't, you can't see him. I could see him and his eyebrows just went (laughs) up, uh, when I questioned him about that. So 11 days. You're you're filming. You're you're rocking and rolling. Yeah, we have our first we have our first episode scheduled. We're working. Um, I'm working on getting some more interview, uh, more casting interviews in place, uh, so that we can get some more businesses. We're trying to keep it local, mm-hmm. um, n- New York to like Baltimore, maybe DC, but we're really trying to keep it in the Philly, South Jersey, uh, kind of area within like a hundred, like within a hundred miles of Philadelphia, because we have to travel to it, and that's another again part of the cost of doing this and showing up you know when we show up we're going to show up at like 5 a.m and we're going to shoot like all day till it's done and then then the following day is when we'll be shooting talking head scenes here at my house i, I built a set in the garage which some people have, have seen i don't know if you've seen it uh, i did but... yeah i did it definitely piqued my attention yeah so we, we we built this set we hung the lights up and and everything's you know ready to rock and roll i wanted to make it as like we turn you know plop, plop the camera down and turn the lights on and go to town as as easy turnkey. as we could you know as tr- as current turnkey as possible because Otherwise, it just takes too much time. And of course, when I'm paying somebody to help produce these videos, 
it, time is money and I can't be like, okay, it's going to take 20 minutes to get this set up. <laughs> like that's a waste of time, um, a waste of money really. Um, so I was like, okay, we got to get this set up. Plus I like having things kind of like in the, like flick the switches or I, in my case, I, I walk in like to my office here. Uh, I call it the studio. So I, I say, Alexa, turn on the studio and it turns on all the lights and the speakers and, you know, right. everything. Yeah. Like with smart switches and stuff. So I like to be able to just like come in like one switch or one voice command and boom, everything's on and ready to roll. Um, well, yeah. I have a background in television and film. And so I can tell you it ain't cheap to produce. And especially if you're, I don't like the term independent, but I mean, really you're doing it all yourself. Oh, you're yeah. paying all the bill craft services and everything. So it's expensive and you're traveling to all these places and you're filming. Now you're being very specific and niche about the types of businesses that you are looking to help. What is the reason behind that? I know you mentioned keeping it local. Is that, is it a money thing? If you can't talk about certain things under contract, I totally understand, but I'm just kind of curious about how that whole world works when it comes to that type of television it, it basically comes down to money and time right like so if um if we had a business that was like hey we really want we own because it's not just struggling small businesses it's struggling to grow small mm -hmm. businesses as well so it you know it doesn't necessarily mean the business is failing in some cases it may but it also could be hey we're struggling to grow Joe, we want you to come out to like LA or to like Seattle or wherever. Um, okay, cool. I got to pay for flights for me and my co-director, maybe even another camera person, probably, you know, pitch the food, uh, rental car, hotel. We're probably going to be there for more than one day if we're flying out there. Um, you know, cause we got to the turnaround time. We're not going to like fly in, get there at 5am and then by 10pm we're on a set up video village and go. It's just like, boom, boom, boom. Well, yeah. And, and that's part of the idea of, of, of the vlog style, right? Is, is minimal cameras. So we're rocking two cameras with probably a GoPro for, um, like time lapses and that kind of stuff. Plus a drone. So we have, you know, small compact. I'm trying, I'm actually ordering a bag soon. So I get everything in just one bag instead of having two, there three bags. Go. We have a gimbal. Um, so we have the equipment, you know, it's just a matter of, uh, getting it in a, in a, like, okay, how do we grab and go like one bag, but at the same time have the vlogging camera. Cause I want to, like I said, in, incorporate, uh, kind of break that fourth wall with it you know, not, not be so, uh, like, I don't know, straight laced. I, I get I it. I get it. Yeah. It, it makes perfect sense. And I think what you're doing is probably definitely more unique than say like a shark tank or the profit. Now you, are you helping get funding for these businesses and, or directing them? I, I don't think you're investing, right? You're just kind of coming along and, or maybe you are. I don't know. Not, not yet. Um, okay. That is the goal, though. I mean, we have plans for season two, season three, um, you know, to 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 be able to invest in them. I, I'm working on getting the funds through advertising and through working with some partners uh, to be able to get the funds so that we can invest in these businesses. Sure. Um, and, you know, we're looking at the ideas of like, OK, how do we do a remodel in like a two day shoot? Oh, wow. You know, that kind of thing. Like, how, like what, what is that going to take? What kind of sponsors? What kind of partners do we need on board to make that happen? 
Um, so we're looking at it from a lot like a, like big picture, like you know, multiple seasons and things of that nature, but also trying to scale that. Like one of the things, like full disclosure, right? Um, one of the things is when we like when I was saying I wanted to do a 60 minute show versus 30 minute show. I'm talking to my friend Leotine. She's like, Joe, I've been doing TV for a long time. She's like, You're gonna love doing 60 minutes, it's gonna be awesome. And then like <laughs> four or five months in, you're gonna want to kill yourself. She's like, it's going to get, it's going to become so hard to like pull out 60 minutes worth of content. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, it's like 45 and a half or something like that. But either way, it's, she's just like, you're going to want to kill yourself by the end of this. So between that it. and the excess extra cost, because airing time for that mm-hmm. costs more money. Um, so between that and between, um, you know when when do we want it to air? So originally out of the gate, I was like, "Boom, we're gonna do this. We're gonna get we're gonna get the best part partners. We're gonna summer twenty nineteen. Yeah, like summer twenty is gonna be the best summer yeah, ever." No. And then I was like, <laughs> "Well, um, you know, we're like, because I was like, we're gonna do a primetime show. This is gonna be awesome." And then I looked at how much it was gonna cost, and I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, I can do it." But if these partners don't come through or something goes wrong, like I'm out of your pocket, <laughs> bellying up very, very quickly. You'll be on your own show helping yourself uh, <laughs> yeah. or another show. The Prophet. Hi, my name's Super Joe Pardo. I started my own business. I think that's awesome. And I agree with your friend because working on television shows like Breaking Bad and In Plain Sight. It takes 14, 15 hours to film like one or two scenes. And that's like a multi-camera television show. So I remember sitting out like in the middle of the New Mexico desert working on Breaking Bad. You know, it's it's 85 and sun beating down on your face. And you're just sitting there in a semi air conditioned tent waiting for all these people to make decisions about the shot and who's going to be in it. And they come in and look at us as extras and stand-ins and go, yeah, yeah, no, well, maybe you. And then they'll take a picture of you and take it to the director. And it's just this thing. And sometimes we would work and sometimes we would just sit there for 14 hours. We got paid for that, but we never even left the extras tent just because it was so stressful and just so much going on. It's crazy. I love it. I think it's awesome. Super Joe Pardo on the top. It's going to be a cool show, I think. So how many businesses have you had come at you so far? Do, is it just an influx of people that are applying or are you, you're kind of just taking it piece by piece? I wish I could say it was an influx. I, we have a couple. Um, I think we're at four so far. And That's we have a 26, se- 26 episode season to fill. So, so even if I stretched it out and said, okay, we could do like a you know, a back to this business, you know, kind of episode. Like we go back to the business and like check in kind of thing. Um, that's not enough. <laughs> so we're, so we're, we're a lot of, a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. So we're, 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 we're really, um, I've been posting a lot, doing some Facebook ads, uh, doing a lot of outreach to one-on-one to get people that like are, to, that are interested, you know, they're interested in being on the show and not getting cold feet. I mean, you know, my goal isn't to, you know, ring the drama bell super, super hard. It depends on what, you know, what the, you know, tears happen, right? Because when you look at business, right? Businesses are like robots. They're hard, they're rigid. They want to run 24 seven, but the inside is all soft and gooey. And it's because it's people inside of them. And those people don't run 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. 
they have emotions, they have roadblocks, they have mental issues, or not mental issues, but like, you know, um, they have, uh, I get it. It makes sense. You know, emotions like inside internal struggles. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Like internal struggles and things of that, that, that all play a factor, you know, outside factors like family issues or friend issues or employee issues or, any you know or fires in a business like we had a fire at at the repair shop the like uh, two months ago and you know we had to work uh all weekend to to get everything up and running so that monday morning we were able to continue to operate even though like the ceiling is all scorched and it's not great now but yeah like it, it so it's like things like that happen and um so so i i think uh i figured where we're going with all this (laughs) I don't know. I was enjoying the conversation. I think just in regards to like how many businesses have reached out to you or you've reached out to how you're vetting those and and auditioning them, so to speak. So that's right. That's right. So we we don't want people to feel like, oh, you're going to come on the show. And it's, you know, it's not just about like every business that comes on the show is struggling to, to survive. It's, you know, sometimes it's it's the internal struggles that are going on that enable it that that hold it back from growing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sometimes it's money. You know, it, that's a thing. Like, it, it's so we're we're looking for businesses that that are open to the idea of 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 having someone help them. Um, and and it's not just me though, right? That's the other thing I didn't mention. So I have guest experts that I'm lining up. Uh, mm. and pairing up with each episode to bring them on and whether it's in person or via Skype, you know, Skype, uh, a Skype call or something um, to enable like another expert to get another pair of eyes on a specific sure. topic that they're, or a specific thing that they're, they're hung up on. I love so, it. It's, oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> I, you definitely have your work cut out for you, but I think those of us who are, considered we'll consider ourselves creatives and want to put out content you know there it's just what we do i think it's how we are designed and and sort of how that makes us work and what makes our internal clocks tick right because you know there's no guarantee in any of this what we do you know i've been podcasting for a year and congratulations oh That's thank all. you yeah it'll be a year at the end of the month so Woo-hoo. yeah i know well, it's funny. Most people say 13 episodes. <laughs> Dave and I were talking about this, about pod fade and all of that sort of thing and guests and having them come on the show. And I, th- you're my fifth interview today. I don't normally record like this, but I've had so many job changes. I don't have the freedom that I used to have. So I'm I'm like running on pure adrenaline right now. But the, <laughs> the point to what I, I think what I was making is like it's a creative thing and you're passionate about it. Now, will you continue to keep the podcast up while you're doing this, or is that going to take a back seat for a little bit? How how do you plan on doing all that? So, it, it, I mean, obviously, if you if you're following along at home, it has taken a little bit of a back seat. I've been meaning to get some more episodes together. Um, it just there's it's just been hard right now. Um, but it is it is part of it because that is part of the um, sponsorship and partnership package. Is that we have. Uh, sure. The TV, the podcast, and the website all working together okay. uh, to help bring their brand to the you know that demographic of business. Wow! Owners. Wow! 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 So you've so, got. So, yeah, that... so I need to get them off my butt, and I need to start recording. <laughs> Come on, man! No, I time. know it's a, and that's the thing about podcasting. I was talking to Erica Amanda, Erica Mandy earlier today, 
who does the newsworthy podcast and she you know people don't realize it's a workflow to do production mm-hmm. and i mean there are ways that you can do it in kind of turnkey it you can use your phone i mean there's lots of different ways but if you're doing something as a path yeah, I know. <laughs> you can't. You can't. You know what? And I've been meaning to because I have. Not, not. I wasn't directing mics. that at you. No, 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 no. But you, I, I have a short. Like we could talk podcasting, right? So I, I have one of those short mics that plugs into my iPhone, and and I have used it for some episodes, some interviews I've done, like especially like uh, on the spot interviews, and it's great. And I should be using it. But here's the thing: I've learned that if I want my stuff to be seen the to the max, sure. Like, like forget podcast downloads. Like I, I've I've grown out past. Oh yeah, yeah, worrying yeah. About that. Like if I want to be seen by to the max, like my stuff is about business, right? So sure. LinkedIn is literally the social media for business. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I gotta share video. So if I'm sharing video, they have a max of ten minutes. Mm-hmm. So I gotta, I have to record, a, a, you know, a talking head video putting it up on on facebook or not on, on linkedin but i'll also share it to facebook and I'll also put it on youtube and all that's cool but it just takes more time like to oh yeah it's a, it's a workflow like chop the video up a little bit and yeah. make sure that again my podcast episodes have to be under 10 minutes so yeah. that they can be shared on LinkedIn. so it now it's like i gotta run a clock before i would just talk about a topic and if it took 20 minutes it took 20 minutes if it took five mm-hmm. minutes it took five minutes no big deal but as soon as you're trying to like fit it into you know the round or the square peg into the round hole, you 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 gotta make sure that you're on top of that kind of stuff, and then editing it up and and adding the music and the intros, outro, and all that stuff. And that oh, yeah. stuff doesn't take long once you have the workflow. You know, once you get the flow down, um, it it goes a lot better. Now, one of the things that's has been tough for me is um, I've been a Mac user for I don't know since like 2006, um. And I love iMovie because it's simple, like boom, boom, mm-hmm. boom. I just go in and do my thing. Well, uh, the new MacBook keyboards have driven me up a wall. So Uh-oh. because my E key doesn't work, the command key doesn't work every time. Like I'm hitting the key and oh, it's like boy. not registering. So I'm like, you know what? I mean, I'm using a Windows PC to talk to you right now. I, I, I you know, have used Windows as well forever. I'm going back to a Windows PC, and but it sucks because I don't have iMovie there. So now I, I I have Adobe Premiere Elements, which isn't bad, but but it doesn't have the the same level of like user friendliness. Yeah, so like it's it's better, but it's it's better than nothing. But you know, I, I'd rather have iMovie. Now, with that said, I might just buy a cheap uh, Mac Mini or something, like an older Mac Mini, and just use sure. that to just run iMovie. I did that once. When I did the 100 videos, even though I had like a 13-inch or a 12-inch uh, MacBook, I bought like a, a, a few-year-old iMac for like 400 bucks off of eBay. You know, it was it was still pretty powerful, quad-core and all that stuff. Uh, and a 21-inch iMac, used that, and I edited 200 or 100 videos in in a row, like daily, uh, for that with that with that piece of hardware. Before I finally sold it for about what I paid for it on eBay, like f- six months earlier. So you do podcasting. You're working on the television show. What do you do when you're not doing all of that? Like, what is a day in the life of Super Joe Pardo? Do you, I mean, obviously you have a family, so yeah. there's that. <laughs> yeah it's two kids uh a wife uh two young kids one and three um boy and a girl and uh i so about 
a little over six months ago, I actually returned to my family's business. Okay. Uh, the it's down to it went from like being this huge big like business down to one repair shop. So uh, it's a heavy duty repair shop, like heavy duty truck repair shop. And uh, about nine months earlier, when I I came back in August, and nine months earlier, my dad was like coming to me, and he's like, "Hey, you know." talking to me about the business. I'm like, eh, I'm not interested. I'm not interested. I'm not interested. And over time I got, you know, kind of over some of the things we, we worked out some of our, cause it wasn't a good ex- experience when I left. Sure. Sure. It wasn't, it was very, it ended in a fist fight. It was not good. Um, but it needed to happen in order for me to leave. Cause otherwise I probably would have just stuck it out. Um, hmm. so he, you know, he sold the one business and, and uh, yeah. So anyway, I came back. So uh, five days a week, I'm there because the goal is to build a franchisable model out of the repair shop. Oh, so we've okay. been we've been working. I've been working really hard to get that there, to get it there. Um, and it's it's going pretty well. Like we're 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 still trying to smooth out the process and um, some of the design stuff and and how the operation op you know works and everything like that. Uh, but we're, we're getting there. Like we're, you know, we went from paper, everything to, or paper, everything, asterisks, computer stuff at the very end of the process to <laughs> computer stuff all the way through the process with that's all online, you know, iPad friendly, you know, all the techs have tablets now. And, um, it's, you know, you have like this big screen that shows you all the job, the job board and everything. So it's, um, you know, it's, it, we've come a long way in, in a very pretty short time, especially considering that we haven't plugged a whole lot of new people in. So it's sure it's people that are older and have been around it, you know, getting used to all this new stuff. So we're talking a lot about podcasting and businesses and entrepreneurs. What are some of the common mistakes that you see entrepreneurs or business owners make that you wish you could just reach out, give them some advice, or maybe something that someone has told you in the past that really helped you kind of work through those initial bumps and, and be successful? You know, it, it, every, everything takes time. You have to remember that you're one person. Um, and while, you know, and I had to check myself a lot of times too. Like I want to think, Oh, you know, my time's valuable, blah, blah, blah. And it, like, okay, it is, but there's a certain level uh, like to that. Right. And we have to, mm-hmm. we have to try to check ourselves with that as far as like, w- to what level are we, are we able to just start <laughs> saying no to things? Um, so I, you know, I think it's, it's uh, important to, to sometimes take a step back and realize like, Hey, there's, we might not be as far along as we, we might want to think that we are in our mind mm-hmm. until we're making that money, like, like that, like to that level. It's not necessarily the case. So, um, you know, as my my grandfather used to say, you know, you just got to keep stroking. So you just got to keep <laughs> keep going. You know, day after day after day after day after day. Um, and also remember something that you know, business and, and my great great grandfather said this. Uh, you know, if businesses owning a business was easy, everyone would do it. And it's it's not easy. And you, you know, being self-motivated is, is really tough. And it, mm-hmm. not every day, you know, there's plenty of days where I would go home or come home uh, and like cry on the couch. Cause like things aren't going the way they are, but I kept, I still kept at it. I still kept grinding. I kept doing it day in and day out. I, I learned to get better at it. I learned to, you know, figure out what I didn't know before. 
and do and and as uh casey neistat said do what i can't you mm-hmm. know being told i can't like oh you can't have a pod i don't even know what a podcast is get the hell out of here you know um <laughs> what is that confounded up. thing you know i mean i've been listening to the podcast since 2005 with wdw today uh which was uh an old walt disney world uh, podcast that just mm-hmm. ended like a few years ago. Uh, those guys are great. I've got to become friends with all of them. And, you know, the, the power that, you know, of bringing people together like they did, you know, inspired me a lot to, to want to go and do um, my own show. Now they were like, Oh, Joe, you love Disney. You should have a Disney show. And I was like, yeah, cool. But I'll get bored because I love Disney. I don't live down in Di- like Disney. World. No, no. It, it's like, it just doesn't make a lot of sense for me sure you know i love. I, I get that not enough like that yeah i'm a disney fan too but i'm also a pop culture and that's kind of how the show well it started out as a journey podcast and now it's evolved into this where i talk to folks like yourself and all kinds of other people so when you're operating at the level that you're operating at do you ever suffer from burnout and if so what is your off gas to deal with that yeah, no, I, I definitely um suffer with with burnout um and and other types of internal conflict that um that you know when it when it comes to burnout um it, it it's it it's really difficult because uh you know when we when I had when, when Melissa and I had our first kid. I ran into a lot of issues where I always, uh, you know, up to that point, it's like, I got to work. I have to keep working. I have to work. Sure. If I'm not working. I'm not working towards my dream. If I'm not working towards my dream, then I'm not making enough money. If I'm not making enough money, I'll lose my house. I'll lose my car. And everything's just going to go very rapidly downhill from there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I uh, w- once we had uh, our first kid, Ava, I... You know, it was, it, I kept beating myself up over sure. and over again. And I still fall into that from time to time, too. Like, you know, I, I, again, you have to realize like you're one person doing what you need to, you know, what you mm-hmm. need to do. Now, you need to do the things that make money, right? Of course. But, but at the same time, like, I also feel very um, passionate about the fact that <clears throat> while, while it's really important to like, to grind and and to get the things done um you know if you you have to be willing to uh, was it when the when the when the chips are down you have to be willing to swing the bat mm-hmm. and uh that but that doesn't mean that every day the chips are down <laughs> you sure know, not, no not, not at every all single day um and and one of the things that i've done to to alleviate some of that that stress and that anguish that that's like if i'm not working i'm not doing enough and and because I've been really uh, tiptoeing around the idea of like, well, my kids are getting old. Like Dom grew to one year old, like ridiculously fast. Sure, um, I have a five year old, so I get it. Yeah, but it, like it, but Ava didn't grow that fast. It wasn't until we had two kids that all of a sudden it's just like it went so much faster. And uh, so I, you know, for me, I was like, okay, well. Uh, what am I going to do to make a difference? Like, what am I going to do that makes a difference here? How am I going to move the needle and, and, and accomplish this stuff? Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the way I found to, to do that is, uh, is I started waking up earlier. Mm -hmm. So part of that was like, 
you know, Ava wasn't a good sleeper and Dom in the beginning wasn't a good sleeper, but then he became a good sleeper. But now I try to wake up between four and 5 a.m. every morning. And while I would love to get back up and start running again, because I, I haven't really done much of that lately, uh, I use that time to get emails answered, um, reach, you know, do outreach to people, uh, get MapCon stuff done. So that even like once I go into the shop, like if I'm up at like four, four thirty, right? I'm not going into the office to into the repair shop until uh, about seven thirty. I get there, but by that point, like I've already done so much work that it's like okay, I, I don't have to feel bad. And also, I set goals, so I sure. set goals by the month. So like okay, for MapCon, if I get this and this and this and this done in this month, then that's okay. Like. Because otherwise, what happens is you start to run on that that treadmill of like I'm not oh, yeah. getting enough done. I'm not getting enough done. I gotta move faster. It's I gotta stressful. Things, things are falling off the table and become you become like uh, Lucille Ball with the with the chocolates coming off the <laughs> bound. You just I, I'm not moving fast enough. Yeah, exactly. You just start eating them and then you start putting the weight on. And it's just <laughs> oh man, and you know it, it's um it's tough. It it it, it is tough. So you know. To being able to take a step back, being able to uh, look at, at, at objectively at how you operate um, and make a change. You know, in my case, it was like, I, ha- I have to wake up early because when I get home, it I, not only, you know, I get home at like five thirty, six o'clock, but it's dad time. I mean, you, you know. Oh, yeah. Right, right. Like, oh, yeah. It's playtime. Right. Yeah, there's and, no and then, lounging on the couch. Time. Yeah, yeah it's, it's got to get dinner together, and then it's uh, it's bath time, and and it's read a book time, and before you know it, like it, like the day is getting over, and then it's, it's like dark. okay, I'm tired. Yeah, tough. <laughs> you you start to get tired at some point, so you know be, by getting stuff done, it's like I don't have to feel guilty about when I come home as much. Um, I mean, I still feel it a little bit depending on what I have going on, but like I I try to mitigate that by making sure that I'm doing the stuff I got to do in the morning before anybody's well, if, if mom is not happy no one's happy and then your your creativity suffers i think too because you don't have that support that you need to keep going so you yep. mentioned mapcon that is so cool i didn't even know about this i i'm new to the whole podcasting scene like podcast movement was the one that i knew about and then there was another one and two of them in florida that one and some other one that just happened and then the uh nab show in las vegas i mean there's just all kinds it's like comic-con but for podcasters it seems like all of these events or d23 you're a disney fan so you'll get the reference where (laughs) they announce all the movies and the remakes and the remakes so let's talk about mapcon now i was talking to eric about this hunley who hosts unstructured he's one of your speakers and Tyson Franklin, I think, is another one. The two that I know personally. Now, Eric was explaining this conference is run a little bit differently than what most operate, correct? It's all in one room together. How, can you explain to me what it is a little bit? Because I'm curious uh, about how that's all going to work. Because I think those events are super cool. Well, thank you. I uh, uh, Yeah, the, the event takes place in one room. So the idea is that you're bringing all these people together. They're all hanging out like you're rubbing elbows with the Dave Jacksons and, and, and the Jessica oh, yeah. Coppermans and the Tom Tates of the world, uh, uh, the, the Mark Asquists of the world and your uh, and everybody else that I forgot to mention <laughs> of the world. I'm and- looking at your website right now because I'm not ignoring you, but you've had some 
Yeah, I mean, you've had some pretty big name speakers come to this event. This yeah, is kind Rob of Greenlee's deal. been there. Uh, okay. uh, uh, the, the the owner and president of Spreaker has been there. Um, and I can't, I'm blanking on his name at the moment. Um, Italian name. Um, I should know it. I know uh, who you're talking about, but I can never remember his name either. Google that. Uh, anyway, yeah. So we we've had lots of uh, we've had lots of people from all over the world, from the UK to Seattle to LA to um, it. You know, it is really become as I it's been described to me as is my MapCon family. And, sure. and I, and I love that. And that's, well, I mean, that's the reason I do it, right? Like I don't make a ton of money from it. Um, it takes up a lot of time and effort, but I, I get to connect with some amazing people from all around the world. They all come to have a great time. They all get to be in one room. So we get to do like the, uh, the inside jokes and stuff like things that go wrong and, and that kind of <laughs> stuff. Like, you know, it gets people play off of it with this, you know, between speakers and stuff like that. So it, it, it becomes like, a you know, like a, an event that uh, people can, it, it feels more, uh, I don't know, like family, more like a Authentic. family reunion. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's not that we can't, I mean, the goal for this year is to get to 200, um, 200 attendees, which is uh, a little over or almost, till, or I'm sorry. It's about like the most we've had is like 120. So yeah, okay. whatever that is, du not double, but around double of that. Sure. Uh, it's our fifth anniversary. And one of the things, one of the other things that makes us different is, is, uh, we, we do include a high quality t-shirt with, uh, most of the tickets with, with like two thirds of the tickets that you can buy, um, that we, we make. In fact, I haven't shown the, uh, the, this year's, uh, t-shirt yet, but it's going to be going out, I think at the end of this month, at the end of April. Um, but people love 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 these shirts and this year is the first year we're going to do a women's v-neck as well so okay, very you know, cool. so we're expanding a little bit there in that direction as well um and then the other thing that we do is we do the creative podcast competition uh it's a workshop for podcasters so you get together with three other podcasters you get an envelope uh with six words in it randomized words and you have 20 minutes to craft a podcast a intro an outro <laughs> the whole gamut right and then you have to perform it for the entire that's cool uh, conference it is uh this year if we you know assuming we get to our like our 200 people it might be a little tough to have a five minute podcast for every single team and that's that, a lot of time be, <laughs> it is a lot of time but I, I think i've come up with some solutions on how to work around that so um but this and it's every year it's sponsored. So the winning team has always received uh, an ATR twenty one hundred, and then some. Some years we've given out other stuff on top of that to the winning team. So that's a nice it, mic. Uh, yeah, it, it is. I mean, I yeah, it is a nice mic. I have one uh, right over. Well, you're rocking the sure. I see there. Yep. But I use it on the go. So like, if I take my um my laptop to go somewhere, like you know, overnight or something. And I had to record something like oh, oh, an internet, like an internet based uh, interview. I would take that mic with my laptop. Very cool. So, yeah, so we give, we give out that stuff. Um, the other thing we've done is we've given food every year with the, with the ticket um, this year, I believe we're going to get there. Um, the, the, the venue was a lot more expensive than previous venues, like at the holiday Inn and 
just outside of Philadelphia. Um, this year we're at the Ocean Resort Casino, which is formerly the Revel. Uh, Jersey which, Shore. Yeah. Well, this is this is the like one of the real Jersey Shores. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's we're yeah you know, we're in Atlantic City, so it's gonna be it's gonna be incredible. I'm I'm very much looking forward to going down and having a really great time with all of the 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 Mapcon family. And the other thing we do that's different is. Uh, because it's one room, we have two levels of speakers. We have our spotlight speakers and our featured speakers. Now, our spotlight speakers get to speak for eight minutes, and our featured speakers get to speak for twenty-one minutes. Um, with the it, for first-time speakers, they they become they are spotlight speakers. So every, you know, you apply to speak, you get to be a, a spotlight speaker. So you're getting a room that's like effectively a hundred to hundred plus people in that room. Right. There's no like, oh, I like a know, TED talk. Just exactly. So I, I want to give the the maximum amount of exposure to each person that, you know, to give them their soapbox and then the file and they get um they also get a discount to the event, 60 percent off their ticket. So the following year, they can be a featured speaker and then they get a comp ticket. So it's completely free, uh, you know, free ticket to the event and they get the 21 minutes to speak. And what I found is, is a lot of people. Um, they come the first year, they're like, Oh, I'm nervous. I don't know if I want to speak. I'm not sure what I'm going to speak about. Then they come the second year and they, they know a bunch of more people, you know, they know a bunch of people there, they get to speak. And then third, they come back a third year and then they're speaking, you know, with all, with all the other people. But the great thing is, is you, you get to watch them grow year over year over year. They've, they've done so many more things. They've grown so much. Um, you know, so for me, I think it's just, it's just a lot of fun. I mean, like I said, I don't make a ton of money at it. Uh, I don't necessarily need it. It's not a major money maker for me, um, but it's it's just a good time, and uh, that's why you know I think people have such a, a really re- resonated with it. And I mean, we've had people drive from Chicago, drive from Georgia. Oh wow! Yeah, like long, pretty long distances to be driving um, because they felt that when they watched the vlog videos that I did for the conference, which is how I promote, you know, promote them. Uh, they felt like those are my people there, you know? And, and that means, that means a lot to me. It, it, you know, it's an honor to have people to say that they drove that far. Yeah. And the podcasting community is very tight knit. I think everybody knows everybody on some level. And I've had several guests that have been on other shows so that's awesome. Well, Super Joe Pardo, thank you. Where can people learn more about you, your website and your links and all of that? And we'll make sure that all of that goes into the show notes. Yeah. So if Love you go to- show notes. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually one of my least favorite things to show notes. Oh, I hate it. Um, <laughs> SuperJoePardo.com uh, to get all that. And then you can go to MidAtlanticPodcast.com if you want to get more information about the conference, you know, the, um, the podcasting conference, it's September 6th and 7th, uh, at, down in Atlantic city. It's, it's gonna, it's gonna be incredible. Uh, and the TV show, hopefully in a, like two to three months from now, um, I'm, I'm, I'm shooting for like June, July. That's what I'm shooting for. So, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see if that happens. <laughs> Good luck to you. Thank you. Thank you. It's, it's a lot, you know, I wanted to write, I wanted to write two more books this year. And when the, the opportunity, uh, to have my own TV show presented itself. Oh yeah. That's I, a, that's a, that's a, that's an easy close. 
Yeah, I was like, eh, you know, this is this is really more like along the lines of what I've been training for over these past couple of years. And not that the writing two, I'm still going to write these two books. Like I, I've kind of started outlining them in some spare time, but you know, not nothing too serious. Just like getting the thoughts together of like, okay, sure. what, what would it look like and and all that. So, um, yeah, it's, awesome. It's, yeah. So thank you so much, Super Brett, for having me. I really, I really appreciate. It. I've had a great time. Thank you. It's been a pleasure having you as well. Super Joe Pardo, thank you again. All of his information will be available in our show notes. I hope you all have a fantastic week and an amazing weekend with your family, your friends, your loved ones, or whatever it is you do. Thank you so much for being a part of this show. Until next time, let somebody know that you love them and let them know that you care. We'll talk to you soon. That brings today's episode to a close. Thanks for listening in. If you enjoyed today's episode, head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a kind rating and review. It really does help. Until next time, cheers and be well.